social media, our political environment, all around us are those that are cutting and wounding and putting up fences. Listen, we and I can't fix this. Lord, we have to deal
until you can suddenly find something in the scriptures about him. I, I, I want to I just tell you, don't rush to believe it. Because sometimes just the very act of believing may be the thing that you are desperately desperately very desperately lacking. Sometimes that what they needed was to be believed. Somebody, sometimes what they need is to feel like somebody thinks they're valuable enough they will give them some time to listen to what they have to say. Oh, I just have a passion for this. Let me preach to you.
Bible has to be comfort. It just has to express its comfort. And when it does that, it keeps following up and asking more questions. And what often happens is we see just a little bit of interest on your part, just a show of interest, care, want to know more. Oftentimes that's the thing that triggers the doubt in them, but I want to share a lot more with you to find out more likely than the real truth of what's going on. Listen and ask questions. Then after you've done that, please see the hurt and see the need and see where it is in their life that they need to be encouraged. Now, the Bible is clear that share with them something of what God has taught you that you were going through in a similar situation. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 3. It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our trouble so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. See, the Bible says that God comforts you and me so that we in turn can comfort others with that same comfort that God gave to us. Now, the word comfort there is a compound word in the Greek language. It's the word parakaleo. The word kaleo means cause. The word para means alongside. So parakaleo was cause along, call someone alongside of you to help you. The Holy Spirit is called the paraclete, which Jesus said he calls him the helper or the comforter. He's someone who comes alongside to help. Jesus himself is called our paraclete. In the second, or in First uh, John chapter 2, it says, My little children, I have written these things to you that you sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate, a paraclete with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, not for our sins only, but for the sins of the world. He is our paraclete. He's, he's our defense attorney. So if you have a legal problem, you call a paraclete. You have a defense attorney. If you have you know, a physical problem, you may call a doctor to be your paraclete. So whatever you need to help you is what that word means. So the Bible says God is the God of all comfort. He is the God who comes alongside of you and me so that when we come up against someone else, and we see a need in their life, we can come alongside them in the same way that God came alongside of us. So what will happen is, is you will see when you talk to someone, that will remind you of maybe a time in your life when you were going through something similar. Don't be exasperated. Don't jack it up or anything. But something similar. Could you share with them some of the lessons that God taught you? You'll be amazed at how God uses that encourage other people. You'll be amazed how God, when you share what God did in your life in a similar situation, how it changes them. It, it not only gives them truth, but it gives them a living example of somebody who made it through it, came out the other side, and was healthy and strong. So it becomes that encouragement to others by sharing Maybe they would never even say it in person. 
to share what they believe to be the truth that they hear oftentimes from their loved ones.
it says, fathers, moms, don't exasperate your children. Don't cause them to feel bitter. Now, how do we do that? By rebuking them. If they reprove you, do it in a harsh way. Sometimes we treat our kids or our spouses worse than we would treat anybody else in the world. Sometimes we will talk to them in a way we'd never talk to somebody we work with. Somebody that is a neighbor that hurt you. Sometimes it's just we just don't trust them to do it or we just don't shout and bark orders or we don't want to take the effort or the time to correct them. We need to be forceful in our words and speaking and words that hurt and will not build up. Sometimes we're under the illusion that the more forceful my words, the more powerful my words. But this verse says, gentle, gentle words can break bones. That means gentle words can be corrective words to somebody else. So why is it hard or cause for turnout to have gracious words from others? Gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, healing to the bones. Gentle, gracious words. Even when we're confronting someone over sin, we're told we're gentle. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, we who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. someone about their sin, we don't go in there and say, man, here's God's truth, and I beat you up to my head. To do that, you're not going to have a whole lot of success. We have to do it gently. We have to speak the truth. We're not talking about watering it down. We're not talking about compromising. We're talking about answering it truthfully and speaking truth that God reveals in His Word. translated meekness, humility, gentleness, which it means strength, power, the power that causes strength under control. Not just strength just out of control, but it's control strength. So when the Bible says Jesus is meek and gentle, in his word, he could create the enemy. He could say, Jesus has all power, but he kept that power under control so as not to bruise others' feelings. Power under control. Our words are powerful. So we have to be careful in the way we say them. When we say it gently, that means the consequence of how we say we speak, the consequence of how we say it, the consequence when we say it. Trying to be gentle, trying to keep it under control so it doesn't bruise others' feelings. Gentle words heal. Gentle words put out fires, cool the others. Gentle words hurt. I think about my grandsons. I think about when they were little babies or puppies. They were little though they're little, they're a lot stronger than the puppies, and they don't know their own strength. So in their desire to pet the puppy and show love to the puppy, they can be a little rough. So their mom and dad pull their Gentleness, constant power. 
trials. 